Welcome to Barbecue Radio Nation, America's premier barbecue radio show. Join your hosts, David Caius and Dan Hathaway, as they sink their teeth into the finest grilling, smoking, and barbecue from coast to coast with the industry's leading grill masters. Stay tuned for great tips, techniques, and products that will enhance your backyard experience by being a part of Barbecue Radio Nation. Happy Thanksgiving weekend and welcome to Barbecue Radio Nation. I am Dave Kais, along with our executive producer T-Bone and our co-host Pitmaster of Smoke on Wheels, it's Annie Groneman. Coming up, Chef Tom Jackson, first time guest on our show. He's got all things barbecue. You can check out his website, which is atbbq.com. That's for all things barbecue. Again, atbbq.com. Later in the show, we're going to be talking to Andy about vegetables, which I know... Vegetables. Vegetables. And and here's my thought, because I know when I brought this topic up to the both of you, you just looked at me like, huh? But here's the deal. This is my thought. Everybody's just got done having a huge Thanksgiving meal and now eating leftovers and pie and everything else. I thought I was the vegetable after eating that. <laughs> I'll be on the couch. After, after, <laughs> after leaving everything there. And then... We're, we're heading to the holiday season and people are going to go to holiday parties and work parties and Christmas Day and New Year's Eve. So there's just nothing. So I thought we needed to take one show and just kind of do a healthy break and talk about vegetables. And, and I'm going to pick Chef Tom's brain about some holiday party foods. Oh, that's he's, a good idea. I think he's going to be able to give us some good info. There. Well, we're actually going to talk about that also next week. So, yep. That, ladies and gentlemen, is called a radio tease, all right? Unlike, unlike Samantha, who was a, ra- a high school tease and when I went to school, but that's a whole other topic. So, T-Bone. Sorry, Samantha, he didn't use your last name. Don't assume it's you. Yeah, yeah, yeah Sam, it wasn't you. He's not bitter. Peterson from <laughs> Raytown, Missouri. Uh so, Timo, what's been going on with you lately, buddy? Happy Thanksgiving weekend. Oh, my gosh. See, now you have my head spinning. Is this for real? I mean, do we? Do, do I need to edit that out? No, no. She's not real. Oh, okay. All right. Perfectly <laughs> okay. fictitious. Oh. I'm not a complete idiot. Oh, jeez. I thought we were headed to court. I'm not a complete idiot. So, do we need uh, to back up now? So, no, no. Uh, let's just. Oh, see what I have to put up with, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I want to do a shout out to uh, my buddy Randy Brown, who just moved into town. Okay. And uh, he is right now having his first Z-Man brisket sandwich at Joe's. He texted me just before the show and was like, hey, what was the name of that sandwich that you said I needed to try? And uh, that was the Z-Man, so he's over there chowing down. Let me just say, too, because we we broadcast all over the country. If you ever come to the Kansas City area, there are three Joe's Kansas City barbecues. You know, formerly Oklahoma Joe's, as as they were originally known as. And they have a Z-Man sandwich. It's got, what, what, what's on there? It's got beef, onion rings. Yeah, it's, it's brisket, brisket with an onion a ring. Brisket, and cheese, and then just, it's yeah, just, it's, it's oh, perfect. It's so... And it, the bun is so cushy, yes. soft, and yes, I just had one last night. I oh man, <laughs> I have I haven't had one of those in a while. Okay, hey, did you see this article in BuzzFeed? It just came out a couple days ago. Chefs on dishes they absolutely hate 
making. Okay. Now, some of them were no-brainers. Like, like one of them was like any off-the-menu order. Mm. Well, yeah, okay. I get that. But I was kind of surprised some things that were on there. Eggs. Just eggs? Eggs. Any, any kind of eggs. Really? Because apparently people are so picky about them. And I, I kind of get that. So it's like, I won't order scrambled eggs because you never, they never get them right. Well, and if you order like an, an over easy egg, right? And it comes out and the yolk's not runny. Why did you order it over easy? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That, so, yeah, I, I get that. I didn't say medium. I said over easy so that that yolk is runny. Also, this one surprised me. Bacon was on the list really bacon's the same way some people like it soft oh, crispy some people some like soft, it crispy yeah. some people like it extra crispy and then do they know what they're ordering like do you have the thick cut bacon or is it the thin stuff like everybody's got this you know preconceived what they want when they order that bacon and you just don't you don't know what you're getting i wouldn't want to have to cook that either yeah it was uh kind of weird because i actually asked at a place one time well is it thick cut or is, is it thin and they looked at me like what in the world are you talking about i'm like oh, okay never mind give me a sausage uh here's here's yeah. one going back to eggs and i like it this way but i'm sure they hate it basted basted eggs have you ever had basted eggs like just butter basted no it's called basted they do something where they like boil it, it like they put it in Boiling like water. Poached, like a poached egg? I think it's like a poached egg, but it's okay. called basted. Yes, I love poached eggs. But I, I, I'm sure they hate that. I'm thinking he might mean like when they take the grease and throw it on top. So well, that's what I was <laughs> asking. So it's like not over easy. Butter baste it like a steak or I'm something. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. They don't turn it over. I love breakfast. They baste it. I can eat breakfast at any time I of the day. Know. I mean, bacon, sausage, sausage patty, sausage link, anything. Okay. All right. Now, here's the one. We were talking about this, actually, Andy and I. Well done steak. Oh. They absolutely hate doing a well done. Go ahead, Andy. It's so hard to do a well done steak. And make it edible. Because you you can cook a steak well done and still have something edible, but you have to cook it right, and you still have to rest it. You still have to do all those things. And some, some people, I think, give, give that away. And just like if somebody orders a well-done steak, they assume that they don't care if it's cooked properly. <laughs> so so it, it ends up being a, you know, they don't care if they fail on it. I, it that would be a tough thing to do, too. I, but I've, I've cooked a steak well that was still tender and juicy. How about that? So I've told this story mm. once before, but many years ago, my parents were out for dinner and getting a steak. And my mom always liked it well done. And the chef came out from the kitchen to tell my mom he was not going to guarantee the quality of this meat because you're not supposed to do it well done. And my mom, who was real short, but she she was feisty, she said, that's the way I want it. And she wasn't backing down. But uh, yeah, I've got a comedian friend that orders well done all the time. Drives me nuts. Yeah. Just drives me nuts. But yeah, I always, I always look at them puzzled when they ask, when I order prime rib and how would you like that cooked? What do you say? I'm like, well, the the way they cook it. <laughs> Pro- properly. <laughs> properly? <laughs> How would you like it? 
Well, time now for our Ask Andy segment sponsored by our November Barbecue Sauce of the Month and in honor of Veterans Day being this month. We've got Bravo Bravo Q KC Smoke Barbecue Sauce, 16 ounces, only $7.99. This is delicious barbecue sauce, and it helps the Veterans Community Project to get veterans off the streets, and you can purchase it at the KansasCityBBQStore.com. T-Bone, what do you got for us this week? Andy! Yes, sir. I've been getting some complaints that my chicken is coming out too smoky. Mm, How do I dial it back without losing it at all? And that's from Chad in Des Moines, Iowa. Well, that's easy. So when something is too smoky, it is usually because the fire that you're cooking with is not burning cleanly. So you need to add more air and less fuel. So burn a smaller, hotter fire, and that will help solve that smoke problem. If it's not burning clean, it's acrid, and it gives the smoke a bitter flavor. So that'll help with that. Very good. Well, thank you, Chad. And once again, you're going to get a bottle of Bravo, Bravo Q, barbecue sauce. Barbecue sauce. I want some of that bourbon Q sauce. Bourbon Q sauce. We'll put a little bourbon in it. Barbecue sauce uh, goes great with pork, beef, ribs, grilled chicken, just anything. And it again, 100% of the proceeds go to support the Veterans Community Project, getting veterans off the streets and into those homes. It's a wonderful thing. And you can get it at the KansasCityBBQStore.com or the KCBBQStore.com for short and help out the veterans. Coming up, very excited to have a first-time guest. Chef Tom Jackson's here, going to be here, and he's got a all things barbecue. You can check out his website at atbbq.com. That's atbbq.com. Tom Jackson up next right here on Barbecue Radio Nation. You love food, and when you love food, you love finding new flavors to explore, new techniques to try, and seeing the look of your friends' and family's faces when they bite into it. Old Hickory Pit Smokers is the secret ingredient to making restaurant-quality barbecue right in your own backyard. Old Hickory Pit Smokers are made in the USA. Visit us at oldhickorypits.com or call us toll-free, 800-223-9667. Be sure to check out the huge selection of barbecue accessories, skewers, racks, thermometers, books, and so much more at the KansasCityBBQStore.com. They are shipping out nationwide for all of your grilling needs. Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Nation. Dave Caius, along with Pitmaster of Smoke on Wheels, Andy Groneman, and we've got the, our guest this week, Chef Tom Jackson of All Things Barbecue. Check out the website. Oh, man, this is an unbelievably great website. And if you're looking for gifts or anything for the holidays, atbbq.com. That's atbbq.com for All Things Barbecue. He... Uh, his wife started out in uh, Wichita, ended up in Portland, Oregon, where he attended Oregon Culinary Institute, T-Bone is an Oregon person, by the way, and uh, now teaches classes, does all kinds of things, barbecue. Chef Tom Jackson, welcome to the show. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. Thank you guys so much for having me. Oh, we're happy to have you. How are things in Wichita? Uh, things are pretty good, man. It's a nice night sitting in the garage, just having a chat with you guys. Spent the day shooting some recipe videos, so all things are going pretty well. Is, is Kellogg still an overcrowded street as usual? 
Oh yeah. <laughs> Every time we go to Wichita. Forever under construction. Yeah, you almost always have to go on Kellogg and you're always like, seriously, can they not open this up a little bit? Come on. <laughs> so so starting out, um, you were shooting a video. Tell us tell us about the video you were shooting today. Yeah, we did a couple of our recipe videos today. We we released two videos a week on YouTube and and through our website. Uh, so today we, we shot a video that, uh, well, kind of utilize good utilization for leftover pulled pork. Um, but we actually smoked up a butt on the, the Yoder smokers offset. Uh, and then we made some, uh, apple compote and some crepes because wow. we seem to get a lot of requests for like breakfast stuff around Christmas time. It seems like the families get together. They want to have that breakfast or brunch meal. So, uh, that, that was the first of the videos that we shot today. The other was uh, we did some uh, Cajun lamb lollipops Ooh, on the Kamado Joe Kettle Joe with some cheese grits. Did you use that uh, Cajun fusion on them or what was the? We did, yeah. Oh, the Cattleman's Grill Cajun fusion. Yep. Um, a little Cajun butter uh, based over the top of that and then some cheese grits. Uh, a bunch of comfort food and and lamb is a great one to always be working up uh, when you're in the holiday season and get getting close to Christmas too. So you're really a chef. You're not. That's not a made up uh, title, is it? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know they they pay me and they put they put the title in my in my job description. So I guess I yeah. Tom Tom's <laughs> got the dream gig. He gets to develop content and and work recipes and and get those creative juices flowing all the time it's it's pretty awesome well that all sounded really good right there we were just talking about breakfast in the first segment and, and i oh, yeah. I, I hadn't thought about that with the family together and unfortunately some i mean fortunately some of them spending the night <laughs> all right give us give us a little bit of a tip off on what that what you're doing with the leftover pulled pork because now i'm interested well i mean it, it's a pretty simple utilization but we you know we went ahead and smoked up a fresh butt on the Yoder offset. So we, when we were done with that, I just threw the the griddle in the firebox and we went ahead and griddled off some of that pork to get it super crispy. And then we also cooked our crepes in our apple compote right there in the boxes. Yeah, that's awesome. We like to take that pork and then crisp it up and, and you serve it with hoe cakes. Do like next oh, day yeah. hoe cakes. Oh, man. Throw an egg right on top of it, so hoe cake, pork that's been on that griddle and gotten all crispy, and then you know a, a nice egg right on top. Oh man, I, I have a little black pepper, honey, or some maple syrup. You got it, Tom. I got a, a dumb question for you. Do you make your own crepes or do you buy them? Because I've never, I've never made crepes at home before. Yeah, it's super simple. I mean, it's uh, I don't know, maybe five ingredients. Uh, whisk it up, let it sit a while, and then it's just a you know, super thin pancake. I did them right in the cast iron skillet today. Could just talk us through that real quick, would you? For somebody who's never sure. done it. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's it's essentially a pancake without any leavening. So you know, flour, egg, milk, uh, a little sugar, a little salt whisk that up, um, whisk it really well to get rid of the lumps. And then, um, it's a pretty thin batter. And since you've worked it so hard and created some bubbles, you want to let it sit for 20 or 30 minutes before you actually cook with it. Uh, that seems a little counterintuitive if you're thinking about pancakes, because anytime you do pancakes, you've got, you know, leavening in there and you don't want to let that sit for too terribly long before you actually cook that batter. Um, but beyond that, it's just, uh, getting a little fat in a skillet today. We used, uh, some duck fat, in our in our cast iron skillet and then uh very thin batter i mean we're talking about putting in like a quarter cup at a time and just rolling it around that skillet until it sets up it gets a really beautiful kind of uh 
brown toasted design and you're doing that the right in the it. pit what temp is that at well i mean i'm using leftover coals from the cook but what i do is i take an instant or an infrared thermometer and i'll temp my skillet and i try to get my skillet right around 375 yeah that's awesome so we've got um you know we're if we're using our cast iron and, and doing that stuff in the pit what's a good alternative method if i don't want to use my pit to do that if there's is there another good way to to kind of manage that once it gets you know we're gonna have 20 degree weather here pretty quick. <laughs> sure yeah i mean i think that the probably the easiest way to do it is just to fire it up on your stove inside but i don't like cooking inside so <laughs> <laughs> uh you know if you got a gas grill with a side burner that's gonna work uh you know cooking even in like the yoder pellets you know we'll go right over the firebox to get the heat we need and then pull the skillet out just for that short cook because it doesn't take long we're talking like a minute on each side yeah that's awesome so we've got a kind of a cool thing going and i say we because in my in my other life um we've started doing some work with all things and you guys are doing a huge giveaway this year um for your for the holidays obviously the ultimate holiday giveaway and yep. and you're doing that with creekstone uh who's my employer <laughs> uh, <laughs> and name dropper uh, yeah that's right <laughs> and and so we're we're starting to do some cool stuff and tom and i've gotten to work together a lot over the years anyway with the classes out at all things and everything but uh if you want tom tell us a little bit about the this year's ultimate holiday giveaway yeah so uh, this is actually our biggest one yet we'll do one giveaway in november and then the biggest one is in december uh, which that that giveaway is valued at over $5,500 and includes a Yoder Smokers pellet grill on a competition cart. Uh, it also includes a Creekstone Farms $1,000 gift certificate or gift card. Um, so you can cook a lot of good food on that. Um, beyond, I mean, there's a bunch of other stuff in the package. Uh, and even the November package has got a, a Kamado Joe Kettle Joe in it. So there's a grill to be one either month yeah, and you can months. do that. That's right. Uh, you can do that at atbbq.com slash UHG for ultimate holiday giveaway. Yeah. So I definitely, if you're, if you're listening to the show, you need to go sign up for the giveaway because there, there's grills given away in November and December. There's gift cards for Creekstone, lots and lots of cool stuff, uh, seasoning packages, grill grates, the whole nine yards. See, what we're doing is we're providing everybody listening a chance to win a prize and then you give it away for a Christmas gift and it looks like you spent a lot of money. When, when you, <laughs> didn't, you, you didn't spend a dime and like look what you i can got even, you <laughs> yeah you can even keep the grill for yourself and give the other stuff away. <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> i like your thinking on that well we're we're talking with chef tom jackson uh born and raised in wichita but he is a chef um went to the or oregon culinary institute and uh he's got a great website we've been talking about all things barbecue and you need to check that out that's at bbq.com for all things barbecue again atbbq.com and you can sign up for that giveaway and you can see all kinds of things being cooked and all kinds of things you can purchase for the holidays and we'll be right back with chef tom jackson next right here on barbecue radio nation Check out Barbecue Radio Nation on Facebook. Give us a like. Dave and Dan need the attention.
CDC is working to help keep you and your community safe from the threat of a novel or new coronavirus. There are steps you can take now to get ready if an outbreak occurs in your community. Make a household plan. Learn how to prepare and to take quick action if someone gets sick. Older adults and people with chronic medical conditions are at greater risk. Take extra steps to protect them. Think about what you will do if there are changes to your work schedule. And remember to always practice good health habits, such as frequently washing hands with soap and water, staying home when sick, and covering coughs and sneezes. For more information, visit cdc.gov. If you came across someone struggling with hunger, how would you recognize them? By their clothes. Their age. The way they speak. Hunger can be hard to recognize. Learn why at IamHungerInAmerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America, 200 Food Bank Strong, and the Ad Council. Happy Thanksgiving weekend and welcome back to Barbecue Radio Nation. I'm Dave Kias, along with our producer T-Bone and my co-host, award-winning pitmaster Andy Groneman. This week our guest is Chef Tom Jackson. He's with All Things Barbecue. Check out his website, atbbq.com. He has been developing and building cooking classes and private events at All Things Barbecue since 2014. Tom, uh, we were we were talking off the air during the commercials about, you know, we, we just got done with Thanksgiving. You've got the leftovers. Maybe some friends are going to be hanging out. Give us some suggestions since you are, in fact, a chef. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, I mean, the newest one that, that you can check out uh, as far as our videos go, uh, the latest one would be our uh, buffalo turkey dip, um, which is pretty much what you do with buffalo chicken but uh with your leftover turkey i mean it's already sitting there in the fridge all seasoned up all savory might as well mix it up for for a football game this weekend or or whenever that may be uh but just a a great skillet dip you know with a a a buffalo flair to it and it, it utilizes some of that turkey maybe in a way that you weren't thinking about using it in the first place yeah and in general like you've got lots of good leftover recipes and party recipes, dip recipes, things like that on the sauce, uh, which is is the the blog and the YouTube channel. If you go out to the sauce, you can see all the recipes from the YouTube videos that, that Tom does. And what what's probably your favorite like holiday leftover recipe? Ooh, man, there's so many good ones. Um, but most of the time, my favorite food, whatever it's going to be, is going to have some sort of Latin or Mexican influence. So maybe like a turkey and leftover turkey enchilada dish. I was that would be, just going to say that I was going to be that, <laughs> that if you took that chicken enchilada and turned it into a turkey enchilada. Yeah, that's, exactly. And I think it was, I don't know if it was last year, maybe we actually did a pheasant enchilada dish because, uh, you know, get out and do some bird hunting here in Kansas uh, with the family, especially around the holidays. Uh, and pheasant also goes really nice in, in some of those enchilada dishes. Yeah, there's going to be, uh, if you if you check out the sauce, dot, it's the sauce.atbbq.com, I believe, right, Tom? The, yeah, I, I think it's actually atbbq.com slash the sauce now. Oh, but yeah, is it? They changed you'll get, it? You'll get there either way. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I, mean, the, I, I mean, I go out there and hunt for recipes to, to use with that stuff all the time because you're churning out what two two uh, recipes a week at this point? 
Yeah, we do two recipe videos a week, and you can find those on the website. You can find us on YouTube, all things BBQ on YouTube. Uh, but yeah, we, we are turning out two of them a week. Uh, so, you know, this upcoming week uh, around the time of what's airing, you'll also, you'll also be able to see, uh, let's see, we should have some Cajun lamb lollipops coming up as well as a French onion soup that utilizes actually a Creek stone farms, beef short rib to build that beef stock for the French onion soup. Oh man, that'll be just, just the fat and everything that you get out of those short ribs when you're building, that'll be awesome. Yeah, yeah the, the just the texture of that of that broth that we made out of the the beef short rib is incredible. We're we're talking with Chef Tom Jackson. You can check out his website atbbq.com which stands for All Things Barbecue. Tom, uh, you know, holidays, a lot of parties, a lot of get-togethers. What what give us some suggestions and kind of go from the beginning to the end if you would, maybe a, a recipe that would be good for a holiday party coming up. Let's see. So I mean, the first thing we always start with is stuff that you don't have to cook. Um, there's all kinds of great, you know, smoked meats out there, or maybe you've even got, uh, you know, a, some smoked pork that you can shave real thin, uh, cracker trays, cheese trays, stuff like that. Um, because I mean, as boring as that sounds, everybody wants to stand around and snack on. Doesn't sound meats. boring to me. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, charcuterie plates are the new. Exactly. Uh, are the are the new uh, hip thing? Right? I'm never bored by free years. food, so bring that on. <laughs> And I'll tell you that, you know, the next thing that people seem to get excited about is finger foods, right? Mm -hmm. Especially for us hot off the grill that you can eat uh, with your hands. And one one of the most popular videos that we've had in the last few months has been armadillo eggs. Um, You guys familiar with the concept of the armadillo egg? Andy, probably yes. Me, definitely no. (laughs) Andy, tell me how you do an armadillo egg. So... Armadillo egg, we're taking the sausage and wrapping that around, right? That's right. Yeah. Okay, so I usually put some type of a filling into... I don't use jalapenos, though. There is a new... Okay. Sunset has these new chilies out that are a cross between uh, like an Anaheim and a sweet chili. So they're they're the red, orange, and, and oh, yeah. yellow yeah. ones, but they're three times the size of those baby bells and they have a little bit of heat. So we'll take those stuff, those with uh, sausage, bacon, cheddar, uh, (laughs) shrimp, and then wrap that in sausage. Or if you're really trying to do something cool, you can do the sausage bacon weave thing where you put the sausage and weave the bacon around it. But the key is you want to get all of that wrapped real nice so that it'll slice and have this cool presentation. Yeah, so the, the, I actually learned this as I kind of dug into the armadillo eggs is that the reason they call them armadillo eggs is because, you know, typically on the outside of the pepper, you've got sausage and a bacon wrap around it. Yep. And that bacon wrap, once it's cooked and you kind of got it glazed, it resembles an armadillo. <laughs> it looks like the shell of an armadillo, the way the baker, bacon's layered on top. But yeah, that we did jalapenos, a little bit more traditional. Uh, we did some... Uh, cream cheese and smoked cheddar on the inside. And then you get that. Um, actually, you know, I had some, some Creek stone, just, uh, ground brisket pucks that they use for burgers that those are great. Uh, you can do them as ground beef alone, or you can season them up into a sausage or use like a breakfast sausage yeah. and then the bacon around the outside. And people just went nuts over there. It would, it honestly surprised me a little bit. Because it's one, of, but I mean, it is a, a kind of a new barbecue classic. Yeah, and I'll tell you the the flavor that you get out of that beef 
for the for the ground beef that we use with that blend it it really does add a a really beefy base to whatever you're doing it's got a little bit more flavor than just say a ground chalk yeah well tom we're getting near the end but uh real quickly you mentioned i like that concept of having hot finger foods right there instead of something that's just been sitting on the plate and then you go up and you pick up whatever and it's kind of cool or barely give us a few examples of some some finger foods that you like to prepare and have them served hot off the plate yeah well i mean one of them that's a little bit messy but nobody's ever really going (laughs) to complain about is chicken wings right i mean no no good uh party is complete without some chicken wings um and you know one of the my favorites that we've been doing lately are, are the honey sriracha chicken wings uh oh, that'd be make really up, good yeah so we make up a, a sauce that's very simple i mean literally honey uh, sriracha and, and some sweet chili and some other simple ingredients but this sauce is so versatile that you, you could put it on chicken wings uh, i mean you, you could put it on any dish that would turn it into something with an asian flair whether it's uh pork or chicken or or whatever it may be it's great for a stir fry but uh as far as like a handheld application grilled chicken wings uh don't you know friends don't let friends bake chicken wings you should cook, you should cook them <laughs> yeah. on the grill <laughs> and, so something and, like a crustini is always good too right like anything that yeah. you can put on bread <laughs> for sure yeah so, you can melt cheese on it or put it on a piece of bread yeah now when you make that <laughs> sausage you were talking about like I see when they're preparing in a restaurant, they've got the big pan and they got the wings in there and the sauce and then they're flipping it. Is that kind of what you do? Yeah. So once you get the wings fully cooked, um, you're going to take them out, throw them in a bowl with the sauce and toss them up on there. And that sauce will just kind of tack up on there with the residual heat that's coming off those wings. Sounds good. Uh, blue cheese or ranch? Blue cheese. <laughs> Neither. <laughs> I'll take both if I'm being honest. <laughs> I'm, I'm a ranch guy, and I know I'm not supposed to, but I'm sorry. I like I like my wings with ranch on it. I'm going to do it every time. Anyway, once again, we've been talking with, with Tom Jackson, Chef Tom Jackson, I should say, with All Things Barbecue. You want to check it out. He's got just an outstanding website, some great holiday gift ideas and recipes. It's atbbq.com for All Things Barbecue. Once again, write it down and say, David, atbbq.com. Tom, thanks again for being on the show. And stick around, everybody, because we're going to be talking about some holiday gift ideas and vegetables. That's all up next on Barbecue Radio Nation. I'm probably okay to have one more drink before I drive home. I'm probably okay. I open the window to stay alert. Probably okay. I just popped some gum in my mouth. Step out of the car, please. I probably made a mistake. Probably okay isn't okay when it comes to drinking and driving. If you see a warning sign, stop and call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzzed driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Andy and Dave here on Barbecue Radio Nation. And a barbecue shout-out goes to one of our sponsors, Old Hickory Pits Smokers. Check them out, oldhickorypits.com. Perfect holiday gift. And it probably won't be ready in time. But, but 
Get it before spring. Now, you want to get one of these before spring. Check them out, oldhickorypits.com. They've got both commercial and residential, and they are gorgeous and will make you a better backyard barbecue. Also, our weekly radio station barbecue shout-out goes to WSBM Fox Sports, 1340 AM out of Florence, Alabama. You can listen to them at foxsportsshoals.com. Thank you for being a part of Barbecue Radio Nation. And this week, our Kansas City Barbecue Store Spotlight. Well, you've got it for us. That's right. You know, we're, we were starting to talk about holiday gifts. Mm-hmm. And so I thought that, you know, we should probably try and pick some gifts that are I think that's a wonderful... I mean, we just had Black Friday and it's crazy time now when it comes to shopping. And, and there's some things that regardless of what kind of grill you have, uh, what your skill level is, there's a few things that everybody should have in their arsenal mm-hmm. that is really going to help them cook. So... For, for for my purposes, the number one thing that you need to have is a good boning knife. Okay. Something that's going to let you uh, carve some fat off a chicken, trim a <laughs> slab of ribs, get the fat cap off of a top of a brisket. It's a super versatile knife. So the Victorinox curved boning knife, six inch with a Fibrox handle and oh, wow. Fibrox... I know that sounds very exciting and technical. Fibrox <laughs> is a material that has a super fine grit to it that gives you good grip even when it's wet or greasy it still maintains its grip um and knives are something that you can spend you know five dollars on or five hundred dollars on uh for a knife forged stamped we we could spend three shows on knives this thing is 26.99 and it will last you you know if if as long as you just maintain it mm-hmm. sharpen it every once in a while it'll last you for decades i've got some of these in my knife roll that are pushing 20 years old so when you're when you're using a curved knife like that do you are in like 90 percent of the time when you're barbecuing are you using that knife yeah i would say anything that i'm using for prep that's probably my first go-to if i'm doing something that requires some chopping or dicing i'll go to a chef's knife but if i'm doing any meat work where you, you need a little bit of finesse that that boning knife is the way to go now, if you tick off your wife, does she hide it somewhere so she knows that? that- <laughs> no. I, and honestly, like that that exact knife, I've probably got six of them. No kidding. Because there's one in the camper, there's one in the kitchen drawer, there's one in the knife roll. You know, they're everywhere. Hide my knife with you. Here, I got another one. <laughs> Just keep c- coming up with them. Well, check those knives out. They're at the KansasCityBBQStore.com. That's the KansasCityBBQStore.com. Let me ask you something, Andy. Ask away. Would you use that knife when you're preparing vegetables? Why? Actually, I would use a... It would depend on the vegetable in question. (laughs) Usually, I'm going to use a chef's knife on vegetables because I'm probably going to chop them. But if I'm coring out a big pepper or something, you could definitely start to use that or a good paring knife, utility knife. Okay. Um, But yeah, let's talk about vegetables. What do you think? Let let me tell you a quick story. I know I've told this once before, so... T-Bone's going to sleep through this part. Thank you very much. And he's not joking. But years ago, I was performing at this one comedy club. And the way it was set up, in between shows, there's a big gap. And there was a steakhouse across the street, a chain steakhouse. And I just went over there. I said, hey, listen, I'm kind of in a hurry. What do you got? And they got, you know, steak, potatoes, and vegetables special. Great. Brought it out. These vegetables, I'm guessing, I'm guessing, I'm, I'm a little turning. overcooked? No, no. I'm, I, I think they were marinated to begin with, I'm guessing. Ah, okay. Then they put them on a skewer and then they grilled them. 
Nice. And I'm not a vegetable guy, as big surprise, but they were the best tasting vegetable. I didn't need to salt and pepper them, nothing. They were just perfect. Really? And I wish I wish I had known what the recipe is. But is that something that you can do for the grill is first of all marinate them like that? Did it, I mean Oh I- yeah, absolutely. And the easy I mean like the easiest method for that is something as simple as just Italian dressing. Well, see, that's what it tasted like. It tasted like and I get free plug Paul Newman's Italian dressing. I absolutely love his Italian dressing. Um, or could you do an oil and vinegar type you thing You could too? definitely do that. You know, Smoke on Wheels has a barbecue marinade. Oh, hello, everybody. Smoke so, on Wheels alert. That's right. So I use, I use my own barbecue marinade when I do that. But you can do that with so many different vegetables too. So seasonally, uh, you can kind of play through the season and do that. Um, so spring, you know, you've got, you've got your fresh spring stuff. So mm-hmm. if you've got your tomatoes and things that are you want to do that's great you've got summer squashes like zucchini and yellow squash and all of those you know great on a skewer like that or grilled i like to use something like a spaghetti squash and i'll cut that into rings so i don't skewer it but same idea i'll marinate that for a couple of hours and then when i when you cook that spaghetti squash off uh it starts to break down have you cooked a spaghetti squash me come on all right (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah I, I i was teeing you casey strip yes spaghetti squash no no so when you cook that squash it starts to get fibrous and it breaks apart so it, as you scrape the inside of that squash skin it kind of comes off and looks like spaghetti noodles okay so that's kind of where it's so you take that you marinate it grill those and then you can just scoop that out and it almost gives you a faux spaghetti with that kind of garlicky olive oily marinade that you've put on it and then that goes great with your strip now with the backing up a little bit on tomatoes do you do you cut those in half and then put the open end down on the grill how, how what's the best way to do tomatoes I, if it's a big tomato i'll cut them in half and and skewer those with uh two skewers oh okay. so that i've got an uh two points to turn it with because as soon as it starts to cook it's not going to turn anymore right because oh. it gets it gets soft so two two bamboo skewers or two steel skewers right through the sides. And then I, I want that skin on the other side to char up a little bit too. So I'll actually give them both sides and let it just get I've a seen nice that on, bit on, of char. I've on cooking shows on TV with tomatoes and, and it gets a little black on the outside. But I would think you don't want too much, right? Or no, just a little. Just a little. Okay. Um, okay. One of my least favorite things to eat, and, and I'm, my doctor wants me to eat it all the time, is broccoli. What, what's a way to make it more palatable? So broccoli is one that is super easy, Dave. Even you, <laughs> even you T-bone, can do broccoli. Note this in the show. Even I can do this, okay? <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> so broccoli, you just take the florets off of that head of broccoli, right? Okay. Toss them in a little bit of olive oil, grapeseed oil, avocado oil, whatever you've got handy. Now, you notice um, he didn't say toss them in the waste receptacle. No, I didn't okay. say that. Well, that's what I heard. But, but anyway, go that, ahead. And then just a little bit of lemon juice over the top and then pick your favorite barbecue seasoning and just give that a little sprinkle of that and then throw them on a sheet pan, put them right into the cooker, running at like 325 degrees, 350 degrees, and just let those cook on that sheet pan for 20 or 30 minutes. They'll start to brown up on the edges. Okay. It'll get soft. As soon as you've done that, you can pull those off, 
They're excellent. And you don't have to do anything else to it. And that's very healthy, right? Super healthy. What about when I pour the cheese on it? Does that hurt it at all? No, not at all. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I think you should probably put extra cheese extra on cheese. Yeah, because that's going to make sure that we counteract any uh, health benefits. Thank you, Velveeta. <laughs> I tell you what. So uh, going back to the, the, the skewer thing that I had that one day, and we've only got about two minutes left. What are some good things that you can stick on the skewer and then put on the grill that'll stay? Because you don't want something, obviously, that falls apart. What, 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 are, what are some things that are good for that? So I like to use zucchini. I like mm-hmm. to use onions. Oh. Whole cloves of garlic. You can actually take the whole head and just set it on the second shelf of your grill or off to the side mm-hmm. and cook that. But skewer-wise, vegetables, yeah, definitely any squashes go great. Anything that's dense. Tomatoes, not as great as, say, an onion or uh, anything like that. Fennel? You a fan of fennel? I don't, I've, not, I've never even had it, I don't think. All right, we're going to have to do fennel. What is it? I, I'm adding this to my list of stuff <laughs> that I have to cook for days. <laughs> One day a truck's just going to pull up and Dave has to eat all this because he's never had these things. Well, what is it? Fennel? Yeah. Oh, it's phenomenal. It's like a bulb. If you, It's got fronds on it, so you can use, you can use the whole... The whole vegetable, uh, the top of it is is very leafy and frony. I guess is that a word? Frony. We'll go with that. Um, and then the bottom is a bulb, and you can cut that. And typically, you're going to braise it. It's excellent. All right, folks, we gave you some healthy ideas for in between the the Thanksgiving and all the holiday parties and Christmas. Just just do some vegetables i i heard cheese sauce that's I what heard i cheese heard sauce. <laughs> that's all i thought about too uh we'd also like to thank our guest chef tom jackson check out his website all things barbecue at atbbq.com and our november barbecue sauce of the month helping out the veterans at bravo bravo q kc smoke barbecue sauce only 16 ounces or 16 ounces for only 7.99 which you can get at the veteran or i'm sorry veterans community project.com that's veterans communityproject.com or at the Kansas City BBQ store.com next week talking about entertaining for the holidays for executive producer T-Bone and Andy Croneman I'm Dave Caius happy barbecuing You love food, and when you love food, you love finding new flavors to explore, new techniques to try, and seeing the look of your friends' and family's faces when they bite into it. Old Hickory Pit Smokers is the secret ingredient to making restaurant-quality barbecue right in your own backyard. Old Hickory Pit Smokers are made in the USA. Visit us at oldhickorypits.com or call us toll-free, 800-223-9667.